We are back on the Wheezecast, Australian Open. Rain has pushed the beginning of play back on all outside courts. Uh, they have been playing a couple of the matches on the covered courts. Uh, speaking of, Mira Andreva, wow, just blew out Owens Jabur. That's the sixth seed. Uh, the odds makers weren't shocked by this. They actually made Mira a slight favorite. Um, just blitzed her. I mean, not many weaknesses in Mira's game. Uh, she's got so much spin. The forehand's completely improved from last year, doing big damage on the serve. This, she's got the defensive slice down on both wings. She's got, I mean, the backhand was already incredible, but, uh, you know, maybe you could say the second serve a little spinny. That's the only exposure I see in her game. I mean, wow, she's... Uh, you know, don't underestimate the amount you can improve from 15 to 16. I mean, you're still a child at that age. You're putting a significant amount of the percentage that you've been on the planet on top of your life uh, each year. And, you know, if you consider the fact she's only been doing tennis at a high level uh, where, you know, it actually meant something with the tournaments and such for the last few years, you know, that year of experience basically doubled her experience on major professional tennis courts. So uh, can't say enough about where she's headed. She could have higher upside than Alcaraz. Uh, you know, nothing would surprise me with her. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she won this tournament. Um, but we will spend a little more time uh, getting into the futures now that we've got a few matches under our belt. Uh, right now, I want to get a safe par in your hands uh, we've got a match we really like for tomorrow, uh, which is Davidovich Fokina against Borges. Now, you know, as long as there's nothing wrong with Davidovich Fokina, which, you know, from what I can see, there's not. I mean, you know, I know he was uh, carrying an injury in Cincinnati last year. Uh, me and my dad saw him have to retire against Djokovic. My dad was not happy about that, given uh, the price of the tickets to see Djokovic. But, you know, he seems to be fine from what I can tell since. I mean, he's played three matches this year, which is which is a good setup. He's won all of them. Um, straight sets against Lestien, who can be a little tricky. Uh, beat Herkosh and Saboth Wild uh, at United Cup. And we saw Saboth Wild push Rublev to the absolute brink. So, you know, that win looks great. This line seems a little bit low, but actually it seems like the public's kind of feeling Borges a little bit. So, you know, I don't think it's a trappy line. I don't know how you could like Borges here. I think he's just completely outmatched. So minus 420 seeming like a fair price. Uh, so we will lay that. Uh, I think, you know, it would take an injury or something crazy for Davidovich to not win that match. Um, and then, you know, we do like to preach diversification on the Wheezecast, uh, you know, there's also a view, like Warren Buffett says, diversification is for those who don't know what they're doing. So what he means by that is, you know, when you're on to a company that's, you know, making a very safe, predictable stream of income and you can get it at a fair price, get lots of it. And, uh, you know, I think that's what we have. Obviously, tennis has a little more variability than uh, businesses, but... Kachanov and Rublev, to me, seem like these successful businesses that are just throwing off cash that you want to get as much as you can of. Uh, I don't have much positive to say about either of their opponents. I mean, obviously, love Eubank's great story. Just uh, in these matchups, you know, Kachanov and Rublev, I mean, these are 
these guys are at the top of our sport, uh, you know, minus 590 and minus 835, you know, fair enough. You could put them both at minus 2000 and I don't think you'd get burned. Uh, Kachanov is going to have, we already outlined this in the last pod, but he's going to have the advantage uh, pretty much no matter how these points play out. I don't think the Kovacevic one hand backhand is going to hold up against anything Kachanov's doing and, and Rublev, you know, Eubanks is on, he's still alive because of playing a bit of a lame duck after Taro Daniel had to really blow all of his energy in the final couple days before. Uh, we expect Rublev to have no trouble with Eubanks. I uh, may have just said Daniel's there, me and Eubanks. Do want to get this out pretty soon because it uh, looks like it is clearing up a bit in Melbourne. I say that from underground in Chicago. We'll be on site for the next group of majors coming up here, but uh, Rublev, Kachanov, Davidovich pays minus 162. I think that's the exact same price our, our last par paid. So hopefully that's our good number. Sinner having no problems uh, in the first leg of our first par. Um, so we'll be back to you as we continue to find value, and good luck.